thank you for listening to Women Leadership Nation's Breaking Barriers podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and share the stories of inspiration and encouragement to women all around the world by forwarding it to a friend. We want to help you continue to learn and grow. Visit WLNAcademy.com for additional resources, guides, training opportunities, and sign up to keep in touch so we can let you know the exciting things that are happening next. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep breaking barriers. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. So I have to admit, I was watching your show and I love it. I have to say, you really stand out as a leader. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. I I feel like I'm very different in a lot of ways from the other girls, not in a good or bad way. I just, I'm so different, you know? So um, I think that's what makes me unique. And I'm really proud of that, you know? I mean, I even wanted to highlight that with cutting my hair and then just really have dark hair and I look so different. I'm so tall. (laughs) In our podcast, we, we like to interview women that are inspiring like yourself and trying you know, for those women out there that are really trying to get a handle on how do they grow their career or, you know, how do they balance work and life? I'd love to start with you in terms of, you know, when you were young, what did you want to be? Yeah, you know, so it's a funny story. I used to, I'm an only child. So I had to kind of like play a lot by myself and our great grandmother, my great grandmother from my mom's side lived with us. And so she was a kind of a playing partner for me. So I would um, a lot of times play dress up with her. So I would be art directing the photo shoot like I would did a Polaroid photo shoot you know yeah and uh, I would dress her up and kind of do like I would like you know try to emulate like a makeup campaign or something so like a fragrance campaign or something you know where she's like caressing a big bottle of perfume or something yeah. you know, so funny <laughs> so I really wanted to be an art director or something to do with beauty so I thought that was the direction I was going to go and I studied advertising to get into that field a little bit. And so that was the initially the direction I was going to go. I was approached in Hamburg where I'm from in Germany on the street to do a, a Miss Hamburg competition and when I was 17 and I won the competition. I had no idea what I was doing. It was like kind of just like funny to me as a high school kid, you know, yeah. and so I was invited to the Miss Germany competition and I placed third and I was like, wow, you know, this is, this is real. This is crazy. And I had already been accepted in college, but I was, that, that was what introduced me to the world of modeling. So mm-hmm. I was approached by a few different agencies and they explained to me how it works. You know, I decided to ultimately go on with, with going to college, but in the summers I would do modeling. Oh, that's so, so smart, by the way. That's kind of, yeah, yeah. Because yes. I was like, I don't know, you know, how this works. And it, it was very enticing. I mean, they would tell you, hey, you know, we just booked a girl on a campaign that pays 60,000 Deutschmark back then. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we get 20% and you get the rest. And, but you might go to 20 castings and get nothing. So it's just yes. kind of like, you know, roulette game, right? right. But the, the possibilities are definitely there. So that's what I would do. And then I went to college and then I, um, interned at a few magazines. So I was uh, like a junior editor and I got to experience that a little bit. And ultimately I was like, well, I don't really want to work for a magazine because I don't want to move to New York. And also everything was going heavily online. So I was like, I don't know. So then I did modeling after that. And when, after I had traveled so, so much, I was very, I was constantly on the road. Mm-hmm. And I finally was like, you know, I really want to stay in one place. I love LA and it's so beautiful. 
and I'm interested in buying a house for myself. How does that process work? And that's what got me into real estate. That's really interesting. So it's yeah. like, first, it's really funny how the, you know, and I think some of your experience with the advertising part and probably contributed and even your modeling in terms of, yeah. you know, working with different personalities, how exactly. they sell. Absolutely and, right. So do you feel a lot of that contributed to helping you be successful as you are today? Definitely. There's a a lot of parallels in the sense of that, um, you know, in modeling, if you book a job, you know, you're being put most likely with people you've never worked with before, a photographer, hair and makeup, stylist, and the client, right? Right. And you're in a location, it might be wintertime and you're looking to to shoot swimwear and summer look, you know? So you really have to make this work. And for that day, you guys are best friends and you're working through problems, you make it happen. And you're a very good communicator and you're very professional because it's quite invasive having people work on your face and your hair and maybe whatever Mm -hmm. clothing. And you have to keep the focus on my job is here to make it look like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And you really learn to um, have control over your emotions also because everything shows on your face, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's really important to whatever is happening in your personal life, you have to separate that and be here now and present in the moment. And I think in real estate, it's the same thing. Your, uh, your clients change all the time, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's really a psychological um, connection as much as it is a transaction, you know? So... Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of it is really the interaction with the client, you know, so you have to keep communication open, you have to build trust, you have to educate them what's happening, and they have to really feel like they trust you because there's so many options where they could, where they could go to other agents, right? So okay. I think that connection is really, really important and relatability to people and, you know, explaining to them how what the process works, keeping it professional, even though you have a personal relationship, you see, yeah. so there's a lot of, a lot of overlap. And also the schedule is kind of all over the place. You might be dead for three days and all of a sudden have a lot going on for two yeah. days, you know, so it's so really it's up and balancing down. all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'm sure, you know, like you said, you had to kind of get your head in the game, even despite maybe stuff is happening, you know, in your yeah. personal life, you never know. Sure, and then sure. also, you, you know, you might meet that team again. So it's, again, building those relationships and making sure you never break any bridges, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The most professional people, so they, they work quite fast and they're very, very pleasant to work with because they're really professional and they're very positive and uplifting. It's all about the energy, you know? Mm-hmm. So they, they bring good energy and they leave their, their personal stuff, whatever, you know, who knows what they're going through. Maybe they're going through divorce or they had, you know, illness or their mom passed. Or you don't know, you know, it could be a million things. Life happens. And they're so professional and, and really humble to, to be there and appreciative and grateful. And so you feed off of that energy. And those people are really the ones that, that knock stuff out, you know, fast. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so you're in a highly competitive environment. So competitive. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is really admirable for, and how is the environment say when you first started for say women breaking into it and women leaders to um, how it is today? Have you seen a shift and also sort of how do you differentiate yourself from the competition? Yeah. So uh, that's a great question. So I feel like in the 13, 14 years that I've been doing real estate, definitely I have seen a shift into women being in more leadership positions, which I'm so, you know, happy and excited about. But with that leadership 
attitude, you really have to be a strong personality and you have to kind of stand by your integrity. You know, you, you do have to be strong as a, as a person. And sometimes you have to say no, and you know, you have to give pushback and you can't be a pushover. And those are more masculine, you know, tendencies, right? I mean, they just are. And I think that all people have masculine and feminine mm-hmm. qualities. And, you know, sometimes in business, especially, you have to be assertive and that's associated with a very alpha attitude. So people can feel like, wow, this is really aggressive and you're a female. And it's like, but why can't I also be aggressive? If I was a man, no one would even yeah. question this, you know, exactly. and it doesn't mean that I don't have feminine qualities or that I'm not sweet or warm or kind, you know, but yeah. In this moment, I'm not going to be pushed over, you know, and that's actually why people trust me because I'm very genuine and honest. And so they know, oh, she's not going to lie to us, you know? So, I mean, how did you build that? I mean, that's really, it's something that, you know, a lot of women I think struggle with is again, not, not wanting to be seen as you're trying to look like a man, but you're not, you're just actually doing the same thing that a man but you have to build confidence to do that and what you know what kind of helps you in difficult situations where you know you have to really push how do you build up that confidence over time yeah you know I I have been very lucky with with parents that really were supportive towards me and they said there's nothing you can't do and don't doubt yourself you know I do a lot of meditation also to kind of ground myself and you know um You know, I used to ask a lot of friends, hey, what do you think of this situation? Does it sound reasonable? Does it sound unreasonable? And to be honest, I... I got more confused talking to a lot of friends because everyone will have a different opinion and yeah. it just gets so scattered. So really you have to trust your gut instinct, I feel like. And you have to also think about does the reaction, whether it's your own or another person's reaction, does it match the situation? You know what I mean? So a lot of women tend to get anxiety about things and I get that, that sometimes as well. But you have to really think about, you know, is your reaction to the situation matching? Like if the situation's a three, why are you reacting on an eight? You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. And like most things are not life-threatening. You know, they're not diseases. You're not going to die. So it's like, mm-hmm. is it really worth it to get so upset and worked up yeah. and so stressed out and, you know, panic? Is it really worth it? No. You know, you have to kind of like think about, okay, you know, this situation is maybe a five, but I'm going to try not to react more than that or maybe even lower if I can, just to like not be led by your emotions. That's great. I, I think that meditation know, helps a lot with that. Yes, sure, yes. And I said. certainly I have emotions too, but you know, it's like sometimes I tell myself like, okay, let's try not to overreact. Let's, let's calm everything down mm-hmm. and not be overwhelmed by the emotion, but rather let's use logic and reason to see like, okay, is there something else I could do? Sometimes changing your perspective That's really helps. Point. It really, really helps a lot. Like I've been to therapy for years and it helped mm-hmm. me so much. And I don't think it's only for, you know, broken people with problems. Yeah, yeah. I think it can help anyone, even someone that's thriving. They could really, you know, um, benefit, I feel like. So, oh, I think that's, that's so changing important. your perspective, you know, mm-hmm. um, how can I change? How can I, you know, what is there something I can do? And ultimately I feel like, um, if you have the attitude of how may I serve Mm -hmm. really, you're going to get so much more back. You know what I mean? Instead of thinking what's in it for me, what's money commission, what, how can I win out of this? That's the wrong attitude. So what is 
your, what drives you it, say in your career today? Like what, what's the passion behind it? Like where it sounds like you love what you do and what, <laughs> which is amazing, right? Because you, you have to, and you know, really what drives you now in terms of where do you see your future going? In life, my whole mission is be the best that you can be and whatever you think that means. So act with integrity, be trustworthy. If you want to attract people that are trustworthy, be trustworthy, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you want to get, you know, referral business, treat this customer well, and they will bring you, you know, you have to kind of trust in the unknown a little bit because you always worry and it's not going to, you're just going to exude that worry. But um, I think what I want to do I'm sort of debating because I do have a passion w- with beauty still, you know, so I did work on a sort of a passion project and I came out with a product um, with a company that I partnered with and mm-hmm. I really, really love the product and it was for no other reason than to solve this problem and I love it and I, I think it might help other people with the same issue. So that was something I was really passionate about. Now, I, I don't want to be too scattered, you know, mm-hmm. I have a lot invested in real estate. So I'm sort of trying to figure out what, what naturally organically is flowing the most and going to go with that. But certainly, you know, I love real estate. I know so much about it. I take great pride in having integrity and doing things right. Um, To be honest, there's not, not a lot of people are like that, especially real estate. There's a lot of opportunity for gray area. Yeah. You know, I I understand that, you know, you, of course you work it to try to get the best deal and everything, but you really, really have to work with integrity and it makes me feel at peace with myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's really, you have to be able to sleep at night, right? So do you find that, is there, is there a a support? Like uh, one of the things I think for, for women to really start to close the gender gap and get more support is women supporting women. And do you feel that in the industry? Do you feel that that's, shifting or was I it think it there? is I think it is shifting I do feel like it's shifting um it's a little bit it, you know it's it's still wobbly you know there are a lot of women that are really strong and that that see that in someone else and they say hey I really appreciate that like I have fans reaching out to me on Instagram and they say you know I'm a architect I think one lady was from San Francisco and she was an architect and she said um you know I really I see you and I just want to you know send you good vibes and I appreciate what you're doing and what you're doing for women and I love that and I thought that was fabulous you know and I was like thank you so much and same to you you know is there something I can do to help there are people definitely out there and they're getting more vocal and they're supporting each other more I feel like yeah some of the women are still kind of struggling with their own identity and how you know, assertive they want to be and really what their goals are. And I think they're also balancing families too, you know, so it's, it's tricky. Right. But, but I do see a shift for the positive for sure. But I, I would recommend that people vocalize and actually say, Hey, I'm proud of you. Like, you know, I had one girl, she works in property management. She's a fan on Instagram and she reached out and she said, Oh, you know, I got a job interview. And I said, go in there knowing that you got the job. Like you go in there and visualize that you already have this job, you know? Mm-hmm. And she went in there and she was so happy and told me about her interview. And I said, I'm so proud of you. You know, Aww. good job. Even if this isn't it, yeah. like, I love that you're trying your best and you're really making the effort because that's positive reinforcement is what mm-hmm. fosters further you know, growth. Yeah. I mean, we have to do that. We have to do, I think we all have to lift each other up because it's not, I'm involved in an organization, CEO. So the core of that is actually radical generosity. So it's the idea of like giving back, not with the thought that of what am I going to get out of it? 
It's the thought of like, if we support everybody, we're going to all rise together. I and agree with I, you. I feel that so much that you give out that in, in spades. And that's amazing. That's such a so good agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I'm a strong supporter of positive reinforcement and, um, you know, ne- putting anyone down. I mean, you, it doesn't mean you can't criticize someone or, mm-hmm. or tell them what they could improve on, but I really think it's important to say, but you also did this well, or you're yeah. good at this, you know, and maybe you can work on X, Y, Z, but you're great at this because, you know, if you just tell someone the negative things then they, they can really hurt them. And, Uh, It doesn't make them feel appreciated, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Leading with fear, a lot of organizations lead with fear. You know, that's not good. I really think you have to lead by example and with positivity. So I I think there there is a shift, but it and there are people that are more vocal, but I would encourage people to be even more. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. With COVID too, COVID's really disrupted everything. And I know there's a lot of business women that I speak with that are having to and what they do. And, you know, what advice do you have for anybody that's kind of struggling at this point and how to kind of reinvent themselves or what they should be doing? So I, it's definitely a very unique time and it's kind of what you make of it, right? But anything really is. So you can be upset and, you know, think about how terrible everything is. But at the same time, it, it's really stripping you down to your core because you're by yourself at home probably, right? And you have so much time and it's really forcing you to live with yourself. And what is it that you're about? What do you want to do? What are your passions? And as difficult as that might be, it's very transformative and it can actually completely change your life if you're willing to go with the process. So maybe your passion lies in a different field. Maybe you have to change your perspective of how you communicate with your customer. You know, I think a lot of direct to customer marketing and communication, such as the beauty brand Glossier, their whole thing is direct to customer from Instagram and from their website and blog. And they're really thriving. So why is that? You know, clearly customers Mm -hmm. want that personal touch and maybe you can change your business, whatever it is to have more of a personal touch through technology. I don't know, you know, so change maybe your perspective or maybe you want to do something completely different. I have another friend that she was in one career and now wants to totally change careers. So she's going to school, taking classes online and you know, it's a big, it's a bold move, but she's following her you know, instinct and her passion. And then that's really where the drive is going to mm-hmm. lie. And that's where, what's going to propel you forward to struggle through difficult or challenging times. That's what you need, even if it means changing careers. Yeah. It's the morning that, you know, yeah, I would encourage opening. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And I think it's, it's, um, it's allowing people the time to actually sit with themselves, yeah. <laughs> you know, which, which can be really tough. I I'd certainly, yeah. certainly appreciate that. And sometimes you feel lost and maybe you have a bad day, but maybe you have moments of clarity too, where you think, Hey, you know, actually I was really, maybe you can just browse courses on, you know, online. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of free courses on Harvard and whatnot, yeah. edu. And something sparks your interest, you know, yeah. astrology. I don't know, whatever you want to do, you know, I have a yeah. friend, she, she's an investigator um, for the federal government, but right. her passion lies in, in crystal healing. Yeah. 
Um, and she's a photographer. So she's yeah. doing photography and she's getting more into crystals. She said, you know what? I'm just going to launch my crystals. And she launched them. And yeah. I think that's fabulous. You know, you got to, you got to go after what you love. You have one life, you know, you don't, tomorrow's not promised. So no, you have to, you got to go after it. Yeah. So going back to uh, how you, you know, your success in terms of, was there a mentor or was there somebody that really helped you grow? I had several different people that inspired me for sure. I, you know, I worked for a lot of big developers and I was extremely humbled that I was chosen to represent them. For example, the Ritz Carlton residences at LA Live and Philip Anschutz was the owner of the company. He's a billionaire. Um, he owns, I don't know, 200 venues across the world. And there was just a lot of really great quality people that worked there that had worked in construction or real estate or marketing. And Mm -hmm. they were so advanced in their career that I was inspired by different people at various times. So it's not one person so much, but I am inspired by a lot of entrepreneurs and people that have overcome, you know, big challenges. I think resilience is a really attractive quality. You know, to me, passion, talent, resilience. I mean, obviously humor, kindness, those are, those are great qualities, but but resilience and talent and passion, those are wonderful qualities to have. And sure. anyone that's kind of really overcome a lot of things or is super talented at something is so inspiring, you know, yeah. because you think, wow, if this person can do that. I certainly should be able to, you know? Yeah. I think in times when, you know, you're maybe having a difficult time where you're having to make certain yeah. decisions, I also find it really inspiring to kind of even you know, go on YouTube and listen to people's stories or try and like, try and get inspiration in other people's lives and see what, what uh, people have done because, you know, we're not alone. And um, we are not alone at this time. People are really faced with a lot of challenges and now's the time to, you can kind of come back even stronger. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's kind of what you focus on, right? So Mm -hmm. if you, if you are not, feeling happy or unsettled or you're anxious about the future, you get inspired by people like lots of entrepreneurs come from no money and they had an idea and they shared a bedroom with five people and they found a way somehow. Mm-hmm. And you know, they don't have a special, you know, blessing from God. Yeah. You have that same opportunity. You just have to not give up and keep pushing forward. I mean, that's a lot of real estate too. There's so many times where a deal falls apart because of a million different possibilities and you know, there's a way to solve the problem. So if you just don't give up, then sometimes if you're going through hell, you got to just keep going because yeah. there's like <laughs> the end of the tunnel. You know, everyone struggled with things. So yeah. um, I, I certainly think people are not alone. And if you choose to focus on the positive and you want to be inspired by people, there's so many ways to get inspired. Books, you know, YouTube. Uh, so many stories about people that have physical handicaps that have, you know, emotional handicap. I mean, like financial, all millions of things, right? Absolutely. Or if you want to focus on the negative, you can unite with people on hate, which is really not going to help you. So there's, it's really what you focus on. So you have to, your filter has to be on right. So we have a practice with my son. He, I have, we have a number of children, but my youngest son, he's eight. And before he goes to bed, I give him two rocks two crystals. And I just, just for, you know, just so that it's, he's holding something he has to think and it's a routine to say, okay, what are you grateful for today? And I it has two things. And it, and even if he says the same things or whatever he's, and he asks for them because I think it's really recognizing the 
gratitude of what you have in your life as well. That's fantastic. Find find that as well. And in your career where there could be some, you know, stressful days and for sure. Yeah. There's always things to be grateful for. I mean, thank God we are healthy and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, our families are are healthy and I feel so grateful for that. And that's why you can't let the little stuff upset you too, too much. You know, it's just, your life is too precious to, to get so upset. And I know it's hard sometimes, you know, I get it. We all have tough times, but ultimately we are so lucky, you know, to be here and it's an honor. So, so we have to really um, remember that I used to do this practice uh, I was in a relationship where every time we would have dinner, we would say, hey, so what was the highlight of your day? Mm-hmm. And even if you'd stayed home that day, it's kind of like, well, the highlight was, you know, I watched the show and I was entertained. I don't know. Yeah. You know? But it could <laughs> be got something to fabulous too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, no, that's amazing. And so, you know, looking to to what's next for you, is there any other passions you have in your life that you, you feel like you're going to be drawn to? I, you know, I do, I'm trying to figure out my, my next move in real estate and I'm kind of toying with maybe opening a brokerage and but there's a lot of responsibility in that. We get so an overwhelming amount of fans asking us for real estate advice, inspiration, mm-hmm. and how do I do this? You know, I mean, and it's tough because you want to, you know, relate and connect with people, but you can't tell the same story over and over. So, right. so I hear a book. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is there a way to make a book or I don't know, have a way. So I'm kind of like still exploring possibilities. Also, uh, you know, I love beauty. So I'm kind of trying to see what there is in beauty, but it's also extremely competitive environment. But again, that's just where my passion lies. So I'm debating, is there something there? So I'm I'm exploring different opportunities. I'm taking an entrepreneurial course online myself, you know, just to learn more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like even if I don't, pursue that it's helpful it's certainly helpful to understand how business operates you know I'm like a huge fan of learning just before COVID I started my PhD wow good job and you know I've I'll take business related courses but also take personal ones I think you you want to keep your mind always going right and I I agree now's a great time to do it for sure I'm really big into meditation. I really love it. Um, I don't practice every day. I wish I did. And I, I want to get to the point where it's like every day. It's usually at night before I go to sleep to kind of calm things down, get off your phone, you know, and I think visualizing really helps. Mm-hmm. And one of the key, you know, there's quite a few steps, but you have to sort of be detached from the outcome, but visualize it, right? So if you're, um, you know, I read something about a tennis player, I forgot her name, but she's before a match, you know, visualizing winning, what would it feel like? You know, what, you know, what's, uh, what am I looking at? How does it feel to hold the trophy? And you really have to feel what it would be like to have what you're envisioning and connect with the feeling, visualize it. And you have to have sort of no doubt, but it's also really calming. So it helps you sleep much faster, much deeper and calms down any anxiety. And I really think it makes you feel happier. So I would recommend meditation for anyone. And I think it can manifest things a lot faster for you. So, yeah, I, I believe in that too, the law of attraction and just being able to, mm-hmm. and you know, it also, like you said, it kind of, it calms you a little bit and makes yeah. it, you know, brings that, I think whenever you're thinking of something positive, 
it, it has to have a positive impact. So, you know, I'd love to wrap in terms of what advice do you have to women, say, that are wanting to break into the industry or that are wanting that next step? What advice do you have? For so them? I, because real estate is so extremely competitive, it's, it's really a shark kind of, you know, player game. I think you have to make sure as with anything that you absolutely love real estate. Like you can't just do it because you think it's cool, part-time job. A lot of people think it's a part-time job, you know, (laughs) it's a, it's not a part-time deal. I mean, just because you don't have a nine to five schedule, doesn't mean that it's a part-time job. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to absolutely love it. You have to be committed to it. You know, think about the customer. Do you want to work with someone that's a part-time agent that doesn't know everything, you know, or do you want to work (laughs) with someone that's a hundred percent all in that knows every house on the block and sold out with the price per square footage, they know all that. Which one do you want to work with? Right? Exactly. So I think you have to really love it. You have to be committed. If you are then, and, and you can, you think you can kind of stand by your beliefs and integrity, then I think this can definitely be an amazing career. And you have to constantly, you know, I used to drive construction sites. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really a grunt, you know, to yeah. drive all day to these construction sites and, you know, talk to the workers, who's the owner, you know, uh, do you know if they have, if they're working with an agent? So, I mean, it's really, it requires a lot of drive and motivation and like, yeah. Positive. How do you overcome like the, the fear of rejection? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's also from the modeling because there's so much casting that you go to and, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, they want a blonde girl and they didn't realize that. So they saw you and they're like, oh, you know, you, you don't look like this or whatever. And at first it's sort of weird because you're like, wow, that's really rude, you know, but then you're like, oh, what I look like is a product to these people. It's not personal. They don't know you. Right. Yeah. So you have to kind of differentiate that and you're not going to be for everyone, but that's life. Right. You just can't take it as personal, I think. And you just got to keep going until you find someone. And I think most successful people, if you ask them, they tried a thousand times until they got one yes. Mm -hmm. And if they gave up at 900, they wouldn't have anything, you know, or if they gave up at 999. So you kind of just be like, okay, this isn't the right match. The next one will be and just keep going. And, you know, you you can't give up. That's the thing, right? So you have to be extremely motivated, but I think you can. And when it does work out, it's so fulfilling, you know, and then that feeds you to kind of find another because you know, it's possible, you know, and because I know it's possible, I have so much experience where it did work out that the times it doesn't is like, okay, well, I I know I can do this. It's okay. I've, I've done it before. Why not continue to do it, right? Yeah, that's so. amazing. Well, you're, it's been so inspiring talking to you. Oh, and thank you. Inspires so many people. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, I hope so. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Our guest today is a highly accomplished sales and marketing professional who is honest, genuine, and goes above and beyond to take care of her clients. She is super successful in real estate and has secured property sales in excess of over a billion dollars. And she's currently on the hit Netflix series, Selling Sunset. She's a former model, the founder of the Davina Group, and the director of new development and broker associate for the Oppenheimen Group. We are so thrilled to have the amazing Davina Patrez on the show with us today. Keep listening to Get Inspired and learn the approaches that she practices to help her grow and succeed. And now introducing your host, co-founder and president of Woman Leadership Nation, Jennifer Latticer. 